As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening, good evening, and good evening. This is your girl Marla Facey, Dr. Marla Facey. Praise the Lord, I have to get used to that. But anyway, I am here with you all on tonight with another night of monumental moments in God's Word. I'm coming out a little bit early today because I'm just exhausted. I'm really exhausted. I uh, didn't get much sleep last night and I'm trying to put out some fires, praise God. But um, I'm just thankful and uh, grateful that we are able to be here on tonight. Um, right now, I'm just playing a little music to get us started, just to kind of get us relaxed. And this is uh, Fill Me Up by Tasha Cobbs. Fill Me Up and Overflow by Tasha Cobbs. So um, tonight, we've got, a good, we've got another good lesson. Um, I just praise God that we are able to uh, be in the presence of the Lord one more time. One more time. One more time. Now we're just going to enjoy this. Hopefully we can get some people in here. We're going to probably play one more song, though. Just want to run over. You want to be filled up, filled up with the Spirit, filled up with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Um, we want to go through this and add people because we want people to join us on tonight. We have a good lesson, and I'm going to give it to you the best way that I know how. Um, but right now, we just got a little music going on right now. Um, crazy. We need to run over. We got to run over until my family responds. I need to run over. Run over with his spirit. Run over with his love. Run over with all good things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Fill me up, Lord. Till I overflow. I want to run over. 
I'm tagging people right now. I just want people to come on in and join. You guys make sure you um you push join. You push um Lord have mercy for them. These uh these computer oh Lord I done tapped it to the wrong thing. That's my radio shit show. Let me turn it flip it back around. Lord have mercy help us. Okay, who is on here? I praise God that you're with me on tonight. Um, we are going to be starting, but I want to play one more song. We're going to play Grateful. Grateful. This is Grateful by Hezekiah Walker. Grateful by Hezekiah Walker. We're going to turn this up a little bit. We're going to just let God minister to us first. to this music, but, you know, um, they have it on YouTube, y'all. How many of you all just grateful for the things that God has done?
grateful. Grateful because he's been so good to me. And even through the hard times, it's flowing from my heart. Thank you all for joining me. Monumental moments in God's word. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. joining me on tonight with another night of monumental moments in God's Word. We get ready to start for you tonight. I just had to play these couple of songs just to get us hit the Lord. 
you know, so we feel it, we feel it. You know, it's one thing to have read the word and all that, but sometimes that music also moves you. So I'm thankful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God is so good. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Well, y'all know what? We're not going to play the whole song, but I'm going to let it play so I can tag a few more people. I got some good, good news. Good news. Good news. We're going to share it. We're going to share it. You know, we're in the midst of all this stuff that's going on around. We need to share when something good is going on, too. I feel it in the atmosphere. The spirit of the Lord is here. Spirit of the Lord is here. Thank you, Gail, for coming on. The power of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you for coming on and joining me. Let's get down, y'all. Let's hear this. Make some noise. The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. 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 Oh, 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 oh,
right. You got to cut this. Come on. You got to cut Blessings of the Lord is here. The blessing of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The blessing of the Lord is here. The blessing of the Lord is here. Come on, let me go. Everybody go to Target. We got to close this down, y'all. started on tonight. I am grateful, grateful, grateful that you guys have joined me on this evening. And we have a special, special, um, you know, God is just good. I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and act like we ain't had some issues this week. We ain't had some problems this day. We ain't had this and we ain't had that, but I know God and I know that God is the He's the author and the finisher of my faith. And because of that, even when I get angry, God does not allow me to stay angry long because guess what? It doesn't profit anybody for anger to sit in and be, and be, um, it doesn't profit anybody to, for anger to sit in. We need to make sure that we are uh, about our father's business and that's just the real deal we got to be about our father's business no matter what all the other garbage that may be going on people are are you know what are they telling things on you whether whatever the case is you know what it don't even matter it don't matter because god is in the blessing business god loves us no matter whether we uh know it or not whether we care or not god is faithful he's just he loves us. He's mighty. He's a mighty good God. And because he's mighty, all I can do is say, yes, Lord. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes, Lord, I will obey. I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord, in everything that I am, everything that I could ever want to be. I trust you. I trust you, God. And even when things look like they topsy-turvy, things are said out of place, things are said out of context, people don't stick up for you, whatever the case is, I got to move on. This is all about moving forward in Christ, growing up, letting selfishness cease and selflessness rise. And so I am all about trying to keep the peace as much as I possibly can. I'm not perfect by any means. I'm not perfect. There's a lot of things that, you know, I have my mistakes. I am quick to say I am not perfect people. But I also know that I serve a God who sits high and he looks low. And he, and he, and you know, we have to grow up. We can't be 
uh, yes, the, we do have young saints. There are young saints. We all have to grow up at some point. But you know what? I'm not going to fuss. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to kick. And I'm not going to act unseemingly. So I am going to love God. I'm going to love people. I'm going to love my family no matter what comes or what goes. And that's the way I got to have. That's the way God, that's the way God expects us to be. That's the way he expects us to be. So tonight's lesson is going to be on selfishness to selfless. We are a selfish people and we have to become more selfless. But before we get into the word, we're going to pray. You know, we have to give God his uh, due. So Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, Father, I come, I come humbly before you, God. Father God, taking off all the, 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 the stresses and all the anxieties and all the weariness, all the double-minded and double-thoughtness and taking all these things off and saying, Lord, I serve you. I love you. And so, Father God, help us, Lord God, to be more as one, Father God. Father, we thank you on every turn, Lord, I thank you that I'm not worried. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I used to be. But I'm, and I ask you, Lord, to help me to be all that I can be. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for each and every person that may come on here or that is on here or that has been on here at the sound of my voice, Lord God. But I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, Lord God, for each person. Father God, in their respective places, wherever they be, I don't care if it's Missouri or, or Illinois or Kansas or, 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 or Washington or New York or, or, or Pennsylvania or, or Jamaica or, Lord, uh, 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 the East Coast and Texas and the, the, the West Coast, wherever we be, Lord God, bless your people. Bless them now, Lord God, and bless them and keep them, Lord God. Father, I thank you and I ask you, Lord, that you continue to uh, keep my mind Keep my mind stayed on you, Lord God. Help me to be that person that you would have me to be. 
in this day and time. Lord God, help those that do not know you, Lord God. Teach them, give them somebody along the way. Lord God, let them get some kind of message out of tonight's lesson and, and let them know and let them understand that they need a savior. We all need a savior and you are that savior. Father God, Father, I ask, Lord God, that you touch the crooked mind, the mind that has been so announced with being crooked that they learn to learn that they need to, they need you more to straighten up that mindset. Father God, I thank you for the many blessings you've given me. Father, I thank you for my brother coming home. Father, you could have taken him where he was at. And so, Lord God, I thank you for bringing him to back in the, in, in the land of freedom, Father. I thank you, Lord God. I bless your name, Lord God. And Father, you, God, you work on him. Father, girl, work on our relationships, the broken relationships. Father God, heal them in the mighty name of Jesus. Heal our families, Lord God. Father God, there's been so much toil and turmoil and stress and strife and anger and bitterness and envy and all those things, Lord God. But Father God, you are not a part of that. So we have to put away those old things because behold, all things become new when we come to Christ. And so Father God, we are new creatures. So Father, you help us to be all that we need to be. Help us to glow, grow in your glory, Father God. Grow in selfishness to become selfless. Hallelujah. Father, we are called to live a new way. So, Father, help us to live a new way and to not just think of oneself. Don't just think of ourselves, but, Father God, help us to think of others more highly than ourselves, more than we think of ourselves. Father God, if we just turn the way that you would have us turn, the way you have, the way you have put it in your word for us to be, help us to be more like you, Father. I ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. And now we're going to do, um, we're going to do the, um, we're going to do the, hold on a minute. We're going to do the um, warrior's prayer. Okay. The warrior's prayer. And in that, uh, okay. So we're going to do the warrior's prayer. And that's a prayer of uh, when we talk about the prayer of um, the, the whole armor of God, putting on the whole armor of God, keeping on that armor, keeping on that armor. We need the armor of God. We have to have it in order to survive. We can't let down our guard. So Heavenly Father, here I am, your warrior prepared for battle prepared for battle. Today, I claim victory over the enemy by putting on the whole armor of God, not just a portion of it, but the whole armor of God um, that I put on the girdle of truth. May I stand firm in the truth of your word so that I will not be a victim to Satan's lies. Hallelujah. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. May it guard my heart from evil so that I will remain pure and holy and protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace. May I stand firm in the word and in your gospel, in the gospel and the good news of your word. So your peace will shine through me to and be a light to everyone that I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May it be ready for the Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit. Ooh, hallelujah. So I will not be vulnerable to spiritual defeat because that's what the devil wants. The devil wants me to be vulnerable so he can come in and snatch us because it is his job to kill, steal, and destroy. Hallelujah. 
but I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, um, on you so that Satan will not have a stronghold over my thoughts, over my thoughts. I take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, that it be ready in my hands so that I can expose the tempting words of Satan. And by faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am now prepared to live each day in victory, in spiritual victory, not just victory, in spiritual victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise, praise his holy name, praise his holy name. So tonight's lesson is called being, um, maturing, growing up, maturing, growing up to be less selfish and more selfless. Okay. So in Ephesians 4 and 28, and I'm going to read verse 20. Uh, I'm going to start, no, 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 that's where I had it over here. I'm going to start the whole life and the new way from Ephesians 17 through, we're going to read all the way to 32. Okay. The old life and the new. Okay. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lavishness, uh, lasciviousness, that's what it is, lasciviousness, to work all uncleanliness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former things, the former conversations, the old man, okay, the old man, which is corrupt, according to the deceit of lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. I mean, we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. <laughs> and let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole, stole steal no more. This is verse 28. This is our main, this is our main verse. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the things which is God that may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the holy spirit of god whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption and the last two verses 31 and 32 let all bitterness and wrath anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another. 
tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. Whew, that's a good word. That's a good word. And it's an on-time word. That's what I'm going to say. It is a on-time word. I'm going to move, um, I'm going to move this, um, phone over here so that I'm looking at the same spot and it doesn't look like I'm being cross-sided because I'm on two different um, FaceTimes, Facebook. Okay, so selfish to selfless. Y'all know what being selfish is. Selfish, selfishness, okay? But what, what, the, what we're going to do is we are going, to, we are called to live a new day. We're called to live a new way each and every day and to not think of one's self. We're not to only be thinking of ourselves. This, this can't be all about what you feel and how you feel. This is a message of growing up. Hallelujah. Growing up, which is called maturing, maturing, growing up from being selfish to being selfless. Okay. So when a person expects, I mean, accepts, when a person accepts the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal savior, their life should begin to change for the better. Things should be looking up, not saying that you won't have problems anymore. For some people, the change is fast and it's traumatic and it happens relatively quickly. And then there's some of those that is a slower process. But nonetheless, because of who we know and who we belong to and whose we are, our life should, should be different than the life that we used to live. We live before we accepted Christ as our Savior. The passage we are going to dig through today is one that deals with stealing and no longer stealing. And stealing, when we think of stealing, we think of taking money or doing something Stealing somebody, wife or husband or whatever. But stealing is just taking something that does not belong to you. Does not belong to you. It doesn't matter what it is. We are not to steal. And most of us probably think, well, most of us have probably have either never stole. We, we may think that we never stole anything before. I mean, I hear it all the time. Well, I've never been a thief. I ain't never been a thief. But in our time together this this afternoon, we're going to we're going to understand, we're going to see, we will look at the issues of stealing. However, we are going to focus on the heart, on the heart behind what drives one to steal, versus the type of heart one in Christ should possess. And when I'm talking about stealing, I'm talking about stealing any and everything. I don't care if it's the the a, a kid down the street or the man up the street or somebody's husband, somebody wife, whatever. We're talking about something, taking something that is not yours. Ephesians 4 and 28. I'm going to read that one more time. The thief. Okay. So it says, let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, work with his hands, the things which is good that may have to give to him that needeth. So we should be, how are you doing, Tessie? God bless you. Thank you for joining. Um, anybody else that's on here, I can't see your names all together, but thank God for you all joining me on tonight. I thank you all. Um, uh, 
So anyway, Ephesians 4 and 28 does say that. Instead, he must do honest work. He must do honest work um, with his own hands. You got amen, someone, Joe. Amen. Um, he must do honest work with his own hands. We got to be able to work with our own hands. Work while it is day, because when nighttime cometh, no man can work. So he that has something uh, to share with anyone in need anyone in need. So that's what this message is going to be about tonight. And I know everybody, but like, I ain't never stole. I ain't no stealer. I ain't, I don't do all that. Uh, we, you know, I don't do all that. The old way of life centered on being selfish. The old way of life is, is a way where we think about my four and no more, my two and they shoes. Okay. <laughs> Paul is writing to the church that is very young. They're a young church and they're full of folks who were from the Gentile world. They were from the Gentile world. Those who came to Jesus as Jews had a stronger base from which to build from. But however, those who were Gentiles for the most part did not have a strong base from which um, to build their faith on. They were new to the, they were new to Christ. They were new to this whole ideal of, uh, of, of salvation. So here Paul addresses what would seem to be one of those captive, captain obvious moments, those, those that caption, that, that big ideal moment. And Paul addresses it. The thief must no longer steal. That's what he said. The thief must no longer steal. And I would uh, hope as we are engaged together tonight that, that we do not have to deal with the issue of actually stealing. However, there are many in our country who struggle with that particular sin, with this sin. Now I know we're all saints and we're saved and we're on, you know, all of that. And we may not have that struggle, but we're going to talk about the struggle. According to the website of business to community, from, from some statistics back in, I think, 2014-15 time frame, the amount stolen annually from the U.S. businesses by employees was over $50 billion. Now, one person didn't steal $50 billion. And, of course, you know, we have the leader of the free world right now that has been um, stealing by not paying taxes, you know, and, and very prominent rich person but we ain't gonna go there tonight because that was on my last night's pod my last night's podcast but u.s business uh, so in the u.s uh back in those years they uh employees uh, businesses by by just the employees stole over 50 billion dollars i do not believe that that includes the cost to the business for loss prevention though uh, businesses in the u.s lo losses seven percent of their annual revenue to theft and to fraud by their employees, not not the people that come out in the stores and steal from you. Talking about their employees, okay? Seventy percent, seventy-five percent of employees uh, have stolen at least once from wherever they work. Thirty-seven point five have stolen at least twice. Now, okay, we gonna go here. If you take an ink pen and it's not yours. And you didn't purchase it. And it belongs to your employer. And you take it. That's stealing. Even though it's it's maybe you didn't do it on purpose. But I'm, we we trying to get the mindset different. Thirty three percent of all businesses that are bankrupt 
are caused by employees' theft, according to the statistics that I was reading. 29% of employees who had had either stolen at work or who decided to pilfer, uh, uh, pilfer from their place of employment was at a 29%, guys, 29%. So obviously stealing is a big issue in the world. And and on average, it takes two years for an employee from, from an employee fraud to be even detected. That means that person can steal every day the same things and just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And it'll take about two years for that company to even realize that they had been have been people were being uh, stealing from them. Wow, some some businesses work on such small margin margins though. Uh, losing seven percent of the revenue to theft from the employee could shut could actually shut down a small business, and even and hurt large businesses. Another common crime is shoplifting. Shoplifting, according to uh, uh, the uh, statistic brain website 13 billion a year is lost in shoplifting now i'm gonna go here with people so i don't want y'all to get discouraged because you say you're not a thief i understand that i'm not calling you one i've been guilty of some of this stuff like taking taking paper or taking pencils or taking pens not thinking nothing of it just be like oh let me let me grab some paper i need some paper you know or whatever I mean, you just don't think about it in that type of way. And I'm not saying from, you know, that it happened a lot. But I mean, even if you just took um, a notebook and you say, oh, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to take it and I'm not going to bring it. I'm going to bring it back. You know, it may be innocent, but it still it still is what it is. Estimates show that there are. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 27 million shoplifters in the United States, and 10 million of them getting caught in the last five years <coughs> and, and by the way and the odds of getting caught shoplifting are one in 48 <laughs> percent one <coughs> so that's almost like 
might as well say 150% of shoplifters state they, they started as teenagers. They started as teenagers, okay? So a lot of our problems in our life and our things that we do in life normally start out when we're teenagers, when we're at that that time in life when things may be bouncing and curve, you know, all things. And then we're dealing with our peers, we're dealing with the home life, we're dealing with maybe separations and divorces of family. All kinds of stuff can be happening. But we must recognize that stealing is the broad sense and is unknown amongst uh, present-day Christians. They don't think about it. They don't talk about it. Uh, a lot of deans in the schools, in, in Christian schools, can elaborate on this problem at some at some length, and they don't even, and it's a Christian school, and they don't even like to really talk about it. Let's talk about income tax returns, okay? Let's talk about that. The in income tax returns, you claiming things, stealing off office supplies, examinations in schools, are only a few examples of situations where Christians are many times less than honest. We, we claim people that we shouldn't claim. We we um, uh, write off things that we really shouldn't be writing off. We're lying, saying that we're doing business tours and we're going on business uh, things and we really don't perform business because it's a write-off. Okay, time to step out of the stats and dig deeper. Why would folks steal from their employer or shoplift from them? It comes down to being selfish. It comes down to being selfish. Someone wants what they want when they want it, and they're not willing to work for it. They, they would steal it to get it. The root sin behind one who steals is selfishness. That's all it is, pure selfishness. The thief only cares about getting what they want right now. They don't care who they hurt to get it. They put the, they'll put the small business person and their whole livelihood out of business because they want what they want right now. Like E.F. Hutton, I want it and I want it now. I think that other name E.F. Hutton, I forgot what bit. I want it and I want it now. When one steals, when a person steals, they are taking what another person has labored for. They've taken it, whether you feel like you deserve it or not, if you take it, 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 it is a sin. And someone else has labored for it. It should be easy to see how wrong that is. But many times, us evangelicals, <laughs> no. no, but anyway, people don't look at it like that. Wasting time at work is another way of stealing. Okay, mm, let's see how, let's, let, you know, I'm not going to ask you to raise hands, but if you're there to do a job, and I used to, this used to burn me up as a civilian employee working with military, and the civilian employee would be, would come in there, and they would get, well, in the, in, the, in the military, they would come in, they would get a pot of coffee brewed, they would sit, they would get a cup of coffee, they'll walk around the office for about an hour in the morning, they'll go to their office, finally do a little something, go back out, talk another 30 or 40 minutes, get another cup of coffee, and do, and before you know it, it's lunchtime at 11 o'clock, okay? They come back in at 11, between 11 uh, they come back in at, from 11 to 12, they have lunch. They come back in around 12, sometimes 1 o'clock, if they go at 12 instead. And then they continue to they'll work for a couple of good hours because now it's in the midday, and now you're getting off at 3.30 or 4 o'clock. So we got to put in a little time. But when you think about they're stealing because they're wasting time at work. According to the uh, the Forbes magazine from the study done in 2015, with seven 
1,500 employees that had, had been on the survey. The number of people who now admit to wasting time at work every day is normally 89% of people. 89 employees. 89% of people said they waste their time at work. Employees are spending long periods of time wasting their time. They be prepared for, uh, uh, they, they, they be doing all kinds of stuff instead of working. 31% waste roughly 30 minutes a day on the internet. 31 waste roughly one hour a day talking to their coworkers. 16% waste roughly two hours a day walking around from office to office and pretending to do what they're not really doing, what they're not really, what they're really supposed to be doing. 6% roughly waste three hours during the day. 2% waste roughly four hours a day and 2% waste five or more hours a day. If you come in a job and you got an eight-hour job and you waste, and 2% of y'all wasting five hours a day, a day not doing anything, you're stealing. The estimate lost by employers during the first two days of March Madness is a hundred and seventy-five billion. I mean, million dollars, million dollars. Some of those who came to Jesus were slaves. Okay, they were slaves. People that came to Jesus, they were slaves, and slaves during that time would steal from their masters in the opportunity to rise up. So Paul wants everyone to know that stealing is not right, it's not the right thing to do, and it is not Christian. Selfish, selfishness is something that we all need to make sure that we do not allow to creep into our lives. Because once you become selfish, you want what you want, you want it now, and you don't care who you got to do to help it. To, uh, to hurt it, as long as your need is being met. It is so easy to fall into that trap, though, thinking we deserve things that we do not really, that we do not really earn. We think we deserve it because we have the age. We think we deserve it because our, our because our daddies worked for it. We think we deserve it because mama done worked for it. We think we deserve it because I come from this family. We think we deserve it because I've been, I've been, uh, I done been uh, thrown around all my life and I deserve to have better now. Oh, there's many reasons why people do what they do because they think they deserve it. We have we have seen the, Christ, the Christmas uh, videos of kids who did not get what they wanted, so they threw a fit. They they I've seen parents get on the video, make a Christmas morning video of their kids opening up the gift and the kid being mad because they wanted... Um, What's, what's the new machines now? Uh, some Nintendo, something, the PS4, or PS5, or 10, or whatever they got nowadays. And they and they got a Nintendo, you know, or whatever. We'll throw a total fit. Selfishness causes all kinds of trouble. It really does. It causes all kinds of trouble with, with people in the church, with your own, your, your, your families, um, your relationships that you have. Um, it just causes too much problems. In James 3 and 16, for where envy and selfish ambition exist, when, when you see envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder in every kind of evil. So in other words, if you look at somebody and they're showing you the ways of, of being envious 
or they show you the signs of being selfish. They have their ambition is 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 like excited by being uh, messy and envious and selfish. And and and, and you got to understand when they have that type of personality. It is a sin. It is a disorder of every kind of evil. Jesus calls us to be different and walk a different way, have a different way of life. The call to a new way of living. There is a call that we must answer, and it's to a new way of living, a new way of doing things. The second phase in verse 28 of Ephesians 4 uh, states, instead, he must do honest work with his own hands. He, uh, a, a person has to make their money honestly. Paul uses this word in connection with a manual labor. He, he He's like, you, you got to work with your hands. So I'm expecting you to work with your hands and provide and do what you're supposed to do for your family. Instead of being selfish, though, we are called to be industrious. We can't be selfish and yet be industrious to the point where you are working only for a certain cause. When one, when a person decides they will work for what they receive, they will be in a better place or better state of mind. They will appreciate what they have because they earned it. And that's what I, that's what we say about our kids all the time. The reason why our kids act the way they do is because they get everything they want and they feel, and they don't really deserve it. They don't really appreciate it because they didn't really work for it. Okay. So I went to high school with uh, a few friends, a few friends whose families bought them nice cars. And most of the students did not take care of their cars because they did not really work for them themselves. I used to watch that. You know, they get a car when they turn 16 and their father buys them a really nice car. And two weeks later, they wreck it. Because they really didn't know, didn't want, didn't care how fast they were driving. They didn't think about who it was going to hurt. They didn't think about the longevity of things. They just wanted what they wanted to do right then and there. And so they didn't work for it. So it didn't mean that much. And when, and then I've even saw parents that they, that happened. They turned around and bought them a brand new car again. Yes, it does happen. Someone once said that hard work never killed anyone. Hard work never killed anybody, but why take the chance? Why take the chance on it? The Bible speaks highly of, of the work. The Apostle Paul made, he made tents while he served the different churches so that he would not be burdened, he would not be a burden on them when he stayed there. I have always tried to make sure that folks have no uh, reason to be lazy since uh, in the ministry and in the ministry, it allows me to determine how I use my time studying and, and getting a lesson prepared and, and flipping through and getting ideas and all that kind of stuff. It takes time. It takes time, but we can't be lazy with what God's called us to do. Proverbs 14 and 23. This is profit in all hard work, but endless talks leads only to poverty, only to poverty. Proverbs 21 and 25, a slacker's craving will kill him because his hands refuse to work. We can't be slackers, y'all. We got to work. There is something satisfying about working hard 
and accomplishing everything that you set out to accomplish. I remember looking at a, at a nice car that I wanted um, by, by um, back in, I think it was like 1988 or 89. I, I wanted this nice car. I saw it. And I told, um, um, I told somebody that I wanted that car. I think it was my friend Deborah. We was at, we was just out driving around or something. I may have said something about liking a, so, uh, and and she said, "Well, Marley, you could have it if you work hard for it. One day, you gonna get that car you want, you know." And it, it's true. As I learn to work and continue to work and work hard. Working hard has its rewards, y'all. It, it has its rewards. Going to school and finishing and getting degrees has a reward. Work hard and and, and you will be repaid. Um, there were some little boys that was uh, bragging that they had the best dad. I saw it on Facebook. Uh, you know, they was, I don't even know if they was little boys. They were just talking about they had the best dad. And one one of them said, well, my dad scribbles a few words on a piece of paper, calls it a poem, and then gives it to me, along with $100. I'm like, wow, okay, pretty good dad there. The second child says, that's nothing. My dad scribbles a few words on a piece of paper, calls it a song, and gives me $1,000. Whoa, that's real good. And the third boy grins and says, oh, yeah, my dad scribbles a few words on a piece of paper, calls it a sermon, and it takes six men just to collect all the money. <laughs> the that's inside I joke, people laugh. Ha ha. You can show your you can show that it's funny. But he's making he was making a point. His dad was a preacher and it takes a whole lot of people to collect. It takes six people to collect the offering plate so he can get money. But he didn't say he gives it to his son, though. <laughs> That's what's funny. He never said his dad, his son, his dad was the best dad because he gave it to him. He just collected it. <laughs> he writes it down and it's called a sermon. That's cute. Um, the scriptural injunction is not merely that stealing cease, nor even that restitution be made. The Christian principle however, is laid down that each man should toil honestly, work hard to what is good, not merely to meet his own needs, but to do right, do good to other people. Therefore, avoiding the temptations and the thievery, but to be able to, uh, uh, to add surplus to help others that are in need that are in need. It's not, you know, you can work hard and actually learn to give it away. I'm not saying you can't use money for your, to, to pay for the things you need, but learn to give it away, take care of people, help people. Um, let's see. When you work diligently, the end, uh, the people and individual remove some of the temptations that they have. Of stealing when they work hard they remove some of that they understand that if I work hard I'm gonna get paid and by assisting others in need to help remove the temptation from them in the first place if you if you learn to help somebody and take your time and spend your time working and helping somebody else train them and do this and do that then you have less likely you have less time to think of something negative to do that could cause you your job 
there is more to this than just working hard. It really is. There's a new life, a new life in Christ, a new focus. Paul wants the Ephesians to stop stealing and practice honesty. They have to. And that's important for us as well. We got to always practice honesty. But he wants more than that. He wants us to be more than that. Paul realizes that back of this sin of stealing lies both basic and fault, namely selfishness. Selfishnesses. Oh, selfishness. <laughs> selfishness. He strikes at the very root of the evil. That's what happens. A person, Paul, Paul does. He strikes at the very root of the evil. Turning the attention on the thief, whether actual or potential, away from himself to the needs of other people. That's what Paul did. He strives to give him a new interest in life, a new story. We all need a new story. We all need a new story. When we work, we are to not be selfish with what we have earned. But rather, we are to give, we are to look for other ways to help our brothers and our sisters in Christ when God, when God's, uh, when, when that person has, uh, you know, has, um, what am I trying to say? When that person, let me just start that over. <laughs> when we work hard, we are not to be selfish. We're not. And with what we have earned, but rather we are to look for ways to help our brothers and sisters in Christ when the needs arise. And But the last part of verse 28, uh, when it says, working with his hands for the things which is good, that he may have to give to them to give to them that are in need. Okay, we are not called to hoard things. OMG, people. We are beginning to be doomsday preppers where we're hoarding stuff. God didn't call us to hoard anything. He said he took care of the little bitty bird. He going to take care of us. We don't need to take things and hoard them to the point where we are buying up all the laundry soap, all the Lysol, all the Clorox, all the... But we buying it up for what? We're becoming hoarders. What we have, our attitude is to change from one of being... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
like, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Selfish to selfless. We are to help one another. We got to learn to help one another. Sharing is caring. No, that fund is used to help those in the church, in the church family with needs as they may arise. So sometimes people keep the churches keep a little uh, benevolent fund or some kind of fund to help people that are in need or in a crisis at the time. People give generously though to that to those funds, and it allows FCC to f- help follow when it when it needs to. Um, the FCC. It is a good uh, feeling. It is a very good feeling as well. It's a good feeling as well as a good thing to be able to help those that are in need. And we have to understand it's not, it's not that we, uh, it's, it's a mandate from God that we help others. Be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. You know, it talks about that. We can't think that that doesn't apply to us. I have been around selfish people in my life. Oh my God. I've been around a selfish person before that it just, uh, just made my stomach crawl. Okay. It really has. Their lives are marked by anger. They feel an, uh, an enormous entitlement. And they also are normally sad people. They're sad. I've been around those who are selfish, selfish. Selfless, I'm sorry, selfless. I've been around people that are selfless in this world. We'll give you the last shirt on their back, Angela, praise God. <laughs> um, and, and they do it and be joyful. They do it and they're joyful. I have found that those in the church who come to, to be served, are they're never really happy in the church when they just come to be served. Those who come to serve. Those who come to serve usually have joy and the joy of the Lord is their strength because when they got the joy, they're able to share, they're able to care, they're able to, to open up their floodgates and let, you know, let it come, let it flow, let it flow. But I have found that those in the church who come to be served are very, very much happier than those who, um, that come to serve. I mean, that they come to be served serve too is what I'm trying to say. Those who come to serve are not seeking to recognize for all that they do. They're not they're not doing it because it's it's something that they want to be recognized by somebody that don't care about them and they don't care about them. It you know, a lot of people will go, well you know, it's all about you and you know you you got you know, whatever, they'll say little crazy things. And it's like, no, it's not all about me at all. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I mean, I'm not gonna say nothing wrong with me. I'm really sleepy right now, y'all, because I I did not sleep for two hours yesterday, last night. So I'm very tired, very, very tired, but I'm going to get through this. It's we almost over a matter of fact, it won't be much longer. So I then we're down to the last bullet. I knew I wasn't going to make this very long night because I am tired, but to God be the glory. And y'all can probably tell it in my monotone voice a little bit. Those who come to serve and not seek and be recognized for all that they do are to be a spotlight of the attention. Do you know it's better to give than to receive? And if you're giving and you don't always, I mean, 
it, it kills me. Well, I gave so-and-so this and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Yeah, you'd like to be recognized sometime by the person and not feel like you're being walked all over and, you're, and, and you know, that kind of stuff. But it's not, you know, I used to tell people all the time when they would talk about stuff, I'd be like, you know, so many people don't even know the type of, don't even know what I do give because it's not no one else's business. You know, it's good for people to see you give sometime, but if you're constantly um, talking about, oh, well, I gave sister so-and-so a hundred dollars because they was poor and didn't, and they needed this. And, oh, I helped so-and-so and, oh, this and that. And I, I gave to this ministry and I gave, and I gave to the Goodwill children and I gave, you know, there's your pat on your back right now, but we're not to give to be seen. We're not to give, we're not to give to, to, um, to get recognition, you know, and when people do that, they got it all mixed up. They got it all mixed up. I know not many, if any, in here today are thieves. They're they're just not. But what about the underlying issues of being selfish? We may not be thieves, but we are some selfish people at times. God calls us to be selfless, not selfish. We have to get away from being selfish. Selflessness will change our world if we allow it to. Selfishness will um, do nothing but keep you busted, disgusted, and mistrusted, okay? So just with that being said, that was a short lesson on tonight. I give God glory. I'm thankful that um, that you all that joined me on tonight with monumental moments in God's word. Well, we still did okay. We still had an hour, an hour's worth of time. Praise the Lord. So I'm, it wasn't too bad, but I'm getting ready to, um, I'm getting ready to close off on this one. And, uh, and we're getting ready to, um, I'm getting ready to, um, play another song because, um, I think that we need to hear another song. Hold on a second. Let's see. What are we going to hear? Anybody have anything that they'd like to hear? You can, you can definitely tell me because we, I don't have any rights in these songs. Oh, you know what? I just closed the wrong Facebook message. Oh Lord. Okay. So let me try to find something. The music ain't going to be the same because I don't have this hooked up to my, um, my, my thing, but I praise God. Um, I even have, I have YouTube because Jada's always on my YouTube, y'all. She be, she be YouTubing it down, but I can't find YouTube. She have to, she have to find it on here. Oh, here we go. There it is. So, um, if you have something you want to hear played, you definitely can, but, um, I think I'm going to, if you don't have anything, I think I want to hear, I'm going to be ready by Yolanda Adams. Hold on, y'all. So I have to listen to an ad first, right? Okay. Yolanda Adams. So, thank you for joining me on another night of Um, I'm just really grateful. My brother came home um, in Missouri, and I'm I thank, I'm thankful because God has allowed him to come home and be free again. So I say I'm, a prayer I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for one of my cousins who was able to, um, whatever I do, to, uh, to be healed from COVID. I'll get it so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful no for my regret. sister. My sister's having surgery tomorrow. So no guilt or shame. 
this time. I'm thankful for what God no, is doing. No, not this time. Once I surrender, I won't dare look back. Cause if I do, I'll get off track. Move ahead in faith and patiently await your answer. What will it be?
is for someone. So you know, he gives word and it may not be for you on tonight. That particular word not may not be for you, but we have to discuss um for all people, we have to discuss things that are not so pleasant just so I can pull my brother or my sister, my, you know, saints, young saints up and the, the people that just got saved. You know, this may not have been a message for the for, for, for some of y'all that's been in the word a long time, but we have to go back and we have to reach back and we got to get maybe that new saint that's still holding on to some things and still doing some things. And so this message may not have been for you. And I apologize if it, if it didn't reach you and you didn't feel anything of it, but it's for the new saint. It was for somebody that doesn't know necessarily everything or doesn't know um, some of the things that they may be doing that they don't even consider wrong because it's just something they've done so long. So don't take it, you know, don't take it personal because I didn't get all that tonight. I'm tired. I really knew I was tired, but um, I had, I didn't even feel well today, but I praise God because I think, you know, like when some stresses come on me, my, my, um, lupus starts acting up a little bit. And so I do know that there's some triggers there. So I just have to try to, you know, I'm like burning up hot right now. Not a fever. Like it's not, I don't feel like it's a fever fever, but it's like my body just is kind of hot. So y'all pray for me as well. Um, and pray for, we got some family members that are, um, dealing and knowing uh, there's a lot of, um, stuff going on and we are trying to make sure that, um, my brother gets acclimated back into this in society again. And so you guys that know the, know the words of prayer, pray for my brother. I love him dearly. His name's Artie. Pray for him. Pray for, um, our family. Um, as we are, um, just, we're learning each other, y'all. We learning each other. And any of y'all that got my book and understand kind of our lives in some ways and things that we've all been through. Um, I'm still selling my books on Amazon. Um, Here's two of them. The third one's downstairs because um, I sent my last, I think I sent my last one to my brother actually. But um, this is, I don't have a <clears throat> mommy or daddy anymore. You can find that on um, Facebook, I mean on Amazon.com. And then um, this is, no, this ain't the one. But I have another book. I don't have my books up here tonight. I don't know why. Okay, I got to find them. But anyway, um, the other book is called. Um, I was somebody's trash and now I'm God's treasure. So you can find that book on Amazon. If you just type my name in Marla D. Facey or Marla Facey, it should pop up. All three of my books are online. The third one that I just came out with is Say Amen to the Healed You. And that book is um, basically about be a dysfunctional family member survivor. You may come from a dysfunctional family. We all have some dysfunction in our family, but we also need to learn that we don't need to be the dysfunction. We don't have to live a life of dysfunction. We can be healed and we can be delivered and we can be set free. And all we have to do is trust in the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit guide us in our living. Learn to be quiet. Learn to listen and learn to love God with your heart, your soul, and your mind. And God will do the rest. You know, it's, 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 a, it's very, it's hard for some people. Especially when you've been raised and you may not have had all of those values or 
you know, there were a lot of things that may have been going on in your house and other people didn't know they were going on in your house. So a lot of things were like hidden, kept in, kept in secret. And people wonder why you turned out the way you did or why you do the things you do. But we don't have to continue to live in a life of dysfunction. Be a dysfunctional family member survivor. Be an overcomer. Be an overcomer. That's what God wants us to be. So you all know the that know the words of prayer. Pray for me. Pray for my family. Pray for my children. Hallelujah. Does not forget the young people. Pray for our United States of America. You know what, y'all? We are being tested. We are being tested. And 45 is up in the office, Lord Jesus. Y'all got to go out and vote. I know some of you, I didn't hear, I hear it. I hear it so much. Some of y'all young people are just like so dead set on voting. But I'm telling y'all, y'all talking about you want to go out and get weapons. You want to go buy weapons because you don't know with all the supremacy stuff and all these these leftists and far leftists and far rightists and all that kind of stuff. And you're starting to be fearful because of what you think and what the, the, the media has showed you, not just uh, your news medias, but just all these things on Facebook, all these, all these people sending you all this stuff that, you know, be aware of this and be aware of that. And, da, 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 and, da, 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 da. and you become weary. You become weary. And the Bible says, be, be not weary of well-doing. You know, we got to we got to continue to sow sow into the lives of others. We got to learn how to put those things behind us. You know, we have to learn to speak the word, speak things as though they are. I mean, speak things as though things that are not as though they are. We got to learn to look and have faith and trust in God and his holy word, no matter what. So y'all take care. I thank you all. I came on a little early because I really got to get some sleep. I got two hours of sleep last night. So I just praise God that I'm still able to, and it's raining really hard out there. That makes it a nice day for sleeping, um, a nice evening for sleeping. But you guys, I, I pray that you all, that we don't lose anybody and that God will be with us on next week. And, um, you guys take care. God bless you. And we're gonna, um, we're gonna, uh, leave on this evening. I'm, uh, Miss Jacqueline, thank you for joining. I see people poking in and poking back out and, and everything, but I love God and I want, I want God's people to be blessed, blessed, blessed. Okay. So take care and God bless you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.